You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get it on the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson. One email address for the show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go all the colors yellow is the most important at least when it comes to building outdoors no matter what your project is this season whether it be a pier deck fence be sure to head to your local yellowwood dealer for yellowwood brand pressure treated pine yellowwood offers the best protection against rot fungal decay and termite attack so it's no wonder yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors if you're going to build it build it right head to your local dealer and get the best for your next outdoor building project. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm here in present. Uh, several things. Uh, we'll go. We'll start with what I halfway predicted a couple of weeks ago, that Hugh Freeze is the new football coach at Auburn. Six years at uh, 6.5. We can discuss that a little later. Uh, he is not going to be on social media at all. He's agreed with the athletic director to not get on social media because of uh, some like it, some don't. Hey, anybody, anytime you hire somebody, to some don't, some like it, some don't. Some don't. Some some like people don't like anything. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, Jeff Rule is going to get seventy-four million. I don't know if this is in conjunction with the sixty-two million he got when he left the Carolina team, but he's. Signed up for there, seventy-four million. So he may be getting paid at two different places. Uh, we'll see there. Steelers uh, beat the Colts last night. Colts had all kind of coaching problems. People criticizing the guy they hired. And he was a former player for the Colts when Peyton was playing. I'm, I'm not interested in Peyton. So Steelers won twenty-four seventeen. Arkansas beat Troy in basketball, and Ole Miss beat Texas Southern in basketball. And tonight, if you want to watch Kentucky. They play a cross-town rival, Bellarmine, uh, uh, tonight. I forgot the time. You can look it up. Missouri's at Wichita State, which will probably be the best game. Best team I've seen thus far right now with, has been Connecticut. They, they're very, very good defensively. I think you enjoy watching them when you see them again. Alabama is number 11 and Auburn number 15 in one poll. In the, in the other poll in basketball and the coaches poll, uh, Alabama is 14 and Auburn is 19. Um, well, let's see. Tiger withdraws from the Heroes uh, Tournament. He's doing something for the PGA, I think. He's not going to play. He's probably not able to it, it just use it as an excuse. Offensive coordinator at uh, Texas A&M has been let out of his job. He's 62 years old, which is not very old. <laughs> Daryl Dickey. And uh, he's 88 and out the gate. So got to fire somebody when you're not playing very well. Alabama signed Jaron Hamilton from Gainesville. Alabama signed a really good group of of uh, wideouts. Uh, if, if they're as good as anticipated, it's about four or five of them. 
and uh, he was one that got it down to a lot of schools. A lot of people after him was that he was in coach's camp. Coach offered him a scholarship at camp when he was practicing uh, there, and they were watching him out the window. And so uh, that's the way it goes. Football, and I'll close out football. If the USC gets in, the fifth choice right now among the football coaches is Ohio State, and Alabama is number six. Ohio State uh, will play in, in the uh, – uh, Michigan will play in the Big Ten playoff on Friday at uh, 7.30. We're going to have uh, my buddy from uh, from Purdue, uh, I gone black, but, uh, you know, uh, the football coach at Purdue. Uh, who is going assistant football coach? Who's going to be uh, talking about? That's a really good get for us playing against Michigan in the championship game the next day. So Friday we've got somebody uh, I think will be very good. Of course we got Houston Nut today. Houston Nut is uh, is very very good. So yeah. also Kevin Skarbinski will be with us at seven thirty. We'll talk to Kevin about. Uh, you know, the situation down there at Auburn. Uh, all I want to say about that uh, is I'm glad that uh, Hugh Freeze is not going to be on social media. And uh, I just can't believe that grown men, Dad, they sit around and th- start to think, what can I say bad about somebody on social media? What, what can I try to say funny uh, to make this guy look bad? Like, do people not have – I mean, I'm talking about, like, doctors and – Lawyers and people. I mean, like, what are we doing, people? We're well, you know, you're coaching. You're out. In the, you're out in the front. They want to make them th- see people think they know you, and they know what you did and what you didn't do, and they have inside poop and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's just the way it is. The people and they're gonna cut your guts out. If they can. And they cut the offensive coordinator's guts out of Alabama. They wouldn't. They couldn't spell offensive in the first three letters. But I mean, they just so, sit around like all day and think about what can I put on Twitter next or put on yeah. Facebook to make fun of Auburn or to make fun of Hugh Freeze or make fun of the, just people. Come on, man. Uh, the the guy, uh, whatever reason, he went to Liberty. He's there now. People say, well, he shouldn't be able to go to Auburn. He should have to go to a junior college or a high school. What does that matter? Like, if you don't believe he should have a job because of what happened, it, what what does the level matter about it? Uh, it, it, doesn't, it the, the guy who does the hiring is, is responsible for that, so I, would, I wouldn't even talk about well, it. Well, I'm just saying, but I, but it. my point is I'm glad he's not on – uh, social media to have to read all this, which he wouldn't, but uh, he, yeah, I have time to even fool with that stuff. Or I think Lane Kiffin, he spends too much time on social media. He's always he's playing got around. He's time to do it now because his assistant coaches will be doing his recruiting. <laughs> yeah, he's he's always on. Is that what you want? He's always on social media trying to think of the next cute thing to say. Uh, so anyway, that's my take on that. The press conference will be today at 10. Uh, I think sometimes, Dad, when you hire a guy that's uh, that had a great opportunity uh, at Ole Miss, he made the mistakes. He he stood up and admitted it that he uh, did a lot of those things. Liberty took a chance on him. Uh, I've read some of the stuff that went out there. It's kind of being misreported what he actually did. Yeah, I, I, uh, I read. Yeah, and uh, so I think for Auburn, I know Alabama people. I think when you get a guy who I think this time he'll be so much more appreciative of the opportunity because of what happened that I think you're going to get a guy that's going to grind and really, really work. Just like, and I'm not comparing 
the situation to Bruce Pearl. But Bruce Pearl was kind of down and out and couldn't get a job, and Auburn took a chance on him. And uh, I think sometimes when you get those guys that, you know, you don't really know what you got till you lose it. And then when you lose it, man, it's it's you look back and say, gosh, that was uh, really a stupid thing. Maybe Mark Godfrey did that here. So I think they're going to get a guy that's going to work extremely hard. The $6.5 million, I think, was done for, and I'll get you to answer this, for a couple of reasons. They didn't want to pay him at the top because people would have gone crazy about that. You put him kind of right there in the middle. It's not that Aubrey couldn't afford him. They were going to pay Lane Kiffin the top dollar uh, there. But I think one thing it does, that is it gives you a lot more money for your assistant pool, which is probably the most important part right there because he can probably pay these assistants a lot more than if he'd have taken the $9 million and they would give him that, which I, which they weren't anyway, I don't believe. Your thoughts on the salary? Well, they've, already, great salary. they've already decided probably um, salary's fine. I think what happens to you at 6.5 is that when you get better, if you're as good as they think you're going to be, and as you move along with years three and four, uh, that they raise you. Yeah. That gives them a chance to raise you and give you a couple more million. Um, uh, the, the assistant coach's pool is true. You know, they're they're – uh, John is wanting to know when he visits with him uh, who his thoughts are about he- uh, offensive coordinator, who his thoughts are about defensive coordinator, who his thoughts are about the rest of the about the rest of the staff that's still lingering there. Uh, certainly, uh, the very first thing that that uh, he did was to call Cadillac and tell Cadillac what a great job. I'm talking about Hugh Freeze, but what a great job that he did, and, and that was a smart thing to do, and things you have to do. And, Cadillac will be with the new staff if he wants to be. I have I have a, I don't want that close to anybody, but uh, if he wants to be, he will be. So, um, you know, it's it's a pretty much an idea of who I can sign, who I can't sign. Hugh Hugh Freeze wanted the job very badly. That's a key. Hugh Freeze will be easier to work with. Uh, that's a key. You always hire somebody as a number one thing is somebody that's going to win for you. They think he is the the guy that can win for them. You want to compare it to somebody else, you can. So only time will tell. There's no use sitting here, as Barry's mentioned, arguing about was right, wrong, or none of the above. You know, time will tell. Yeah, and Cadillac, whether he did it on his own, he went out on Twitter, had a picture he and Coach Freeze uh, meeting and said, tweeted out, let's go to work. I had Coach Hugh Freeze excited for the future on the Plains. And so I think Auburn will take care of him. Uh, he did a nice job there. He's represented Auburn in the first class way. And so, uh, people move on. Let's see what they can do. Uh, you know, people get second chances in life. Uh, so, uh, whatever level you're at shouldn't make a difference. Uh, the money shouldn't make a difference. All that at the end of the day, it don't matter anyway when you're all, uh, going. All right. Uh, we'll go ahead and take this break. We got a couple phone calls coming in, but I had to cut them short there with the, uh, break coming up. So we'll take that, take the phone calls, 205 342. Nine nine zero four. Two men in a truck, movers who carry at thirteen thirty Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck, movers who care. 
Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a pretty bad wreck on 2059 eastbound coming back from Mercedes just past the Brookwood Rest Area. Vehicle is in the median. It is on fire. Emergency crews are on the scene. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Christmas is a time for giving. Townsend Nissan believes in giving, giving you a great deal. Go see them and say ho, ho, ho. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning, beginning around mid-afternoon, running into tomorrow morning, West Alabama faces a significant severe weather threat. Tornadoes, large hail, and damaging winds are possible in the area. While there will be scattered late afternoon thunderstorms overnight, beginning around 9 presents the greatest risk through the early morning hours. Be sure to have a system that will wake you up overnight should there be a tornado warning. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Girl Scouts do more than sell cookies. They're exposed to so many opportunities in science or outdoors, animal medicine, robot. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy and breezy today, the chance of a few showers this afternoon, the high 70. Windy tonight with thunderstorms moving in. Those storms could be severe. Be sure you have a reliable way of getting warnings if they're needed. The low tonight around 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide. Local high school sports and Bama in the pros right here. On Tide 100.9. said, I seen you in here before. I said, I've been here a time or two. She said, hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Uh, <laughs> no, I ain't going to tell you what the text I'm kidding. All right, uh, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want to go to yellowwood.com. To find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, to the yellow wood. Phone lines are open, 205-342-9904, by the way. Uh, get to the Yellowwood hotline, get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Tom. Morning, morning Coach. How are y'all this morning? We're okay. We're good. How are you, Tom? You I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, I-, I wanted to go back and talk about our basketball team a little bit this, from uh, this past weekend. Okay. And, you know, uh, I think it's good that a lot of people are excited about beating uh, the number one team in the nation, which I thought that ranking was very fragile that they put on uh, uh, North Carolina. I didn't think they were the best team in the nation, but I think I saw the best team in the nation Friday night. Yeah, Connecticut, sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the uh, the fact that uh, there were a couple of three times that we could not inbound the ball against UConn, uh, was very concerning to me, and uh, but I will give them credit that they fought back and got back into the game in the, uh, uh, you know, closed it uh, within ten in the first half, and then tied the game in the second, and uh, 
I thought that showed a lot to me about the ability of of this team, of what they could be. And then on Sunday, I was completely, completely disappointed with the play of Javon Quinterly. Some of the passes were ridiculous. It was like he was going to play hero ball in the second half. We should have won that game going away in regulation. Uh, you know, I do think in overtime he, he you know, he Javon Quinley thinks he can score on anybody, which which is a good he thing. Can't. Which is a good thing. I mean you want him to think that, but the but he uh he tried to take the game on by himself in the overtime, especially towards the end where he literally like dribbled the entire possession. Now uh, does Coach Oates want him doing that? I don't know. Uh, he got his shot blocked at the rim, like I think two or three times there uh, to end the game. He's got really good players around him. Uh, the best pass he threw was a lob pass to Betty Ako, uh in overtime. And he's got to let guys like Brandon Miller and those guys touch the ball. He's got a lot of other options out there. And they'll hopefully they'll learn from that where they'll be better if they get themselves in game in game winning situations like that, because you're right, they did not execute very well uh, down the stretch in order to win that game. Neither team did, to be quite honest with you, Tom. Well, I don't think North Carolina's all that. That that was my point. I, I couldn't get excited. Uh, you know, I, I was disappointed that the game was as close as it was because uh, uh, North Carolina they're not a good three shooting team. They were pitiful in rebounding. And yet we made them look like the NBA team. Well, you got that North Carolina on your chest. So anytime you can beat the, I, I don't think they're the number one team. Uh, I think they got that ranking based off of getting to the final game last year. And they, they've actually won a lot of close games uh, during the year. They went uh, one and two out there. But anytime you can beat North Carolina, it's a, one of the blue bloods. Uh, it's a great win for Alabama. It'll be, it'll be one when they. You know, you hope they go on and have a good year. You hope Michigan State has a good year. So then when the committee looks at that, those are two big-time wins for you. Yeah. Uh, Coach Izzo set hit two of his best players on, uh, when we beat them. You can't you can't get fired up about beating uh, uh, Michigan State because they wasn't at full strength. <laughs> and, and then two against UConn, I'm, I'm going to drop this bomb out there. And it's nothing personal. It's just an observation. I thought we did a pathetic job of coaching uh, in our preparation for UConn. We we didn't look like we expected anything, and good God, they come out there like a buzzsaw. Well, UConn, um, defensively, they will take your breath away, and I just don't think Alabama Ooh. was ready for that. They don't, they're not – forget, like – you're not even going to get a three. It's like you talk about wanting to take a three. They're going to be right there on you. And, of course, now Danny Hurley is the coach at I Rhode Island. Bobby, Bobby Hurley was at Buffalo, who was Nate Oates' assistant. So Danny Hurley and those guys know this. You know, they know Nate Oates. They know the system. They probably know. And you don't have any time. That's to win. When you're at those yep. tournaments, and I'm going to stop talking about dad talk if he wants, but when you're at those tournaments and you're playing one game and you play the next, there's not a lot of preparation in order for because it's coming the next day. You got to get rest. You probably try to walk through at the arena, you get some film, but these teams aren't familiar with each other like, like they will be. But UConn's deep, your defense is what carries you, and UConn absolutely destroyed Iowa State too in that championship. Oh, I didn't yeah, get to I'll play that. 
with Tommy, sir? you I, I won't get into as much as you as much as Barry does because I coach there. But but I would I would uh, you know the, the things y'all said are are true. I'm, I'm sure the coaching staff realizes that. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me, uh, and I was on a pregame show, is they talk about their turnovers because they play fast. So that's, that's not correct. The turnovers that are occurring at Alabama are on a half-court basis. Yeah. They're once you get down and get ready to run your stuff on the half-court basis, that's when they throw it away. And that, right. that's, the, that's the most difficult time. They're, you know, the, the people that and I did the show kept saying, well, they're, they're throwing it away because they they run the break. Well, I, I think I think coaches, their coaches know that. They got they just got to not turn it over on a half-court basis. Now, you're going to turn it over some by, by playing fast, uh, some, but that, I don't think that's been their problem. And I think their coaches would agree. I'm not coaching their team. I had a hard enough time coaching mine. But, but well, I, 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 I don't say that. I, I, you know, I like to get your ex- – expertise on basketball but i realize uh and i i'm not trying to put you on the spot i hope you oh, know I, that no I, uh but the thing about it is I, I love alabama basketball always have and uh i want them to be successful and i guess i'm, I'm maybe too critical of uh well, some of the things they do but you, uh you'll have a go good ahead. you'll have a really good look uh another really good look you you, you can talk about Gonzaga, all you want to. The good look will be at Houston. Yeah, uh, the Houston coaches are friends of mine, and uh, not that I, that doesn't mean anything. But I know I know how they play is what, what I should play. I used to play golf with the head coach all the time. So, uh, you know, not you know, I know how they play. And I think the great test will be Houston rather than Gonzaga. Well, both of them a good test. Yeah, and I'm not going to discredit Alabama's win because Michigan State had no. a guy or two out of it. I mean, come on, that's a tough. The guys' schedule really, really hard. Uh, you look at their schedule; there are no easy games on there. Uh, they, even this team, Dakota, North Dakota, those guys can shoot the basketball. They got Gonzaga. You got Houston. Uh, so you're not going to apologize for beating North Carolina or apologize for beating Michigan State because they had one or two guys out. Uh, and now well, I did, I did I you know, everybody wrong. was trying to say after six games that Brandon Miller could be the best player, freshman ever yeah. at Alabama, oh, and he is terrific. But I, you got to pump – and then he's not doing it. I mean, people are going to come after him now because uh, yeah. he is so good. So just – let him be a a great college player. We'll we'll figure out the end of the year if he was, but six games into it to put the crown on the guy that he's the best freshman ever at Alabama, I don't think it's fair to the kid. I disagree with y'all last week. I like Bill Walton because he knew Coach Sanderson was from Florence. He went to Florence. He, uh, he had a lot of nice things to say about Alabama. Y'all dead wrong. No, no, no. I, I, I'll say this about Bill. Well, he's kind of crazy. Yeah, but if you really know Alabama or whoever, I know Alabama, and you listen to him, he does a lot of studying. Like he yeah, gives he you a lot yeah. of information of stuff that that these other That's goobers wrong. don't know. This guy put some time into it. To be honest well, with you, it's no secret that he smoked a lot of reaper in his career, <laughs> and you got to give him a pass on some of it. But I'm saying he studies, but he he knows a lot of facts about Alabama. Yeah, he, I loved it. I, and I tell you what, y'all were dead wrong about him being a bad announcer. I loved it. Did we call him a bad announcer? Uh, I think so. But my wife said, what's wrong with Barry? 
and Coach Sanderson said, Bill Walsh is the best thing that's happened to college basketball. <laughs> well, he's different. He's different. He, he, he's, uh, he's okay. He yeah, he's when tight. they brag on you, Coach. How many times was he going <laughs> to tell you that he went to Muscle Shows this summer? He said that about 47 times. They said he watched the movie Muscle Shows three times. <laughs> yeah, they took, they took him all around Wilson Dam and all the fishing places. and They took him to get some My question fish. is, what was he doing in Muscle Shows? He spoke to the UNA. The UNA one year had, had Pete Rose. UNA has one big function where they try to find a sports guest that where they can raise money at an auction, and 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 I don't know how much they had to pay Bill, but that they can make money off of off of the speaker. So they had they had uh, some great. You know, they've had some big time people, and they were fortunate enough to get to get him. So. Uh, You're sitting around. Who can we get? Let's get Bill Walton. Is what they I love come that. Up. Good thinking, Florence. <laughs> Great thinking. <laughs> hey, Bill Walton so did say. Uh, Bill Walton did say Robert Ory should be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Now, oh yeah, he said he said that for years. Yeah. Uh, so hey, if you're an Alabama fan, he said something good about one of your own. For man to lose to Alabama. But the seven rings deserve to be in the mas- Basketball Hall of Fame. I don't know whether he should or he shouldn't, but I couldn't. You wouldn't. I wish he would, uh, and he said everywhere he went, he affected the team, and he won. He deserves to be in it, so who knows. All right, let's tell him about your new vet that you got uh, for Maggie, then we'll get to break get Kevin. Not Maggie. Well, not, for, Maggie not Maggie. Sam. Well, yeah, Constant Sam. Companion Hospital, Animal Hospital, where you get 50% all because they got a brand-new place, and they want your business. They're at, uh, at 280, Highway 280 at the Narrows, 150 the Narrows, and uh, the, the vet there is terrific. And they're at 205-635-0313. 635-0313. Hope you go by there and tell them that you heard it on our show. Uh, I think they'll be tickled to death. And I think they'll do you a great job and you'll get 50% off. Thanks. All right. Uh, we'll take this break. We'll get Kevin Skarbinski in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama men's basketball team beat the North Carolina Tar Heels 103-101 to in four overtimes to secure third place in the Phil Knight Invitational. Auburn University has hired Hugh Freeze to be its next football head coach. The Alabama women's soccer team is headed to the College Cup. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Play it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we still have that wreck on 2059 eastbound. This is coming from Mercedes back into Tuscaloosa. We do see some minor delays, but I think it's starting to clear up. Now, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's the end-of-the-month clearance sale at Townsend Nissan to hit those factory quotas and new vehicles arriving daily. Go see them. You'll save a bundle. I'm Captain Ray. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet Look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertise a great product. 
If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Keep trying and protect it. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com. Uh, you put your zip code in there, and they will tell you where the closest dealer to you is, and you can get out and buy all their different products and services. Go to yellowwood.com to see everything that Yellowwood has to offer. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. We're still trying to uh, get Kevin on the show uh, this morning. So, um, Dad, uh Hugh Freeze will take the stage at 10. I don't know if we'll have that live. I know a lot of people will. Uh, I think he's got Kevin now. So go ahead. Well, I thought maybe they were smart uh, in announcing it because they did that at a time when they, you couldn't write about it. Uh, the, the, you, you were right before. It was the afternoon paper had already gone to print. And I think it's let everybody know it, so and that gives them overnight to settle themselves down. Um, I'm afraid, uh, not afraid, but I'm sure that there'll be questions asked that shouldn't be. Uh, how many other coaches did you consider? Uh, why didn't you hire the thought? You know, why didn't you hire the one that everybody thought was going to be the number one? You know, those kinds of questions. Yeah, and uh, I think John John's prepared for it. Yeah, he, hey, we got we got Kevin now. Uh, so let's get to the yellow, right to the yellow. Kevin, good morning, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? Hey, can you hear Kevin? Hey, can you hear Kevin? We got. Hey, good morning, guys. All right, now we got you. We had your volume turned all the way down. Um, good morning, Kevin. How are you? Hello. Can you hear us? Hey, now I got yeah. All right, maybe there. Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Uh, that's a Verizon commercial, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Um, Kevin, obviously the press conference is the day at ten um, with Hugh Freeze, and you know I uh, I just get amazed that that grown men sit around and try to think about all the cute things they can say bad about somebody on social media. They sit there all day, just it's crazy to me. But I, they said that Auburn hired an out. A firm, I guess it's a they did uh, a firm to kind of help them through this because you know this is going to be an emotional situation for a lot of people. Some people be fine with it. Some people uh, will be uh, really angry about it. What is what do you when you hire a firm like that? What, what do they actually do for you, Kevin? I was interested in that. Well, those firms can do different things, and in this case, my understanding is that Auburn just hired that firm to basically vet the candidates that they, whose names that they, they provided. They weren't looking for suggestions on coaches from that firm, but the names that they had on their list, they wanted that firm to do as thorough a background check, if you will, as they could. So they would have all the information they needed to make an informed decision. And really that's if you're that's really the way it should be. If you're an athletic director or an athletic department, you should 
didn't need a, you know an outside firm to tell you who should be your coach. But they can find things perhaps that maybe you couldn't find in doing your research that could make you know maybe help you avoid an ugly situation down the road. Do that does that firm now that they've hired Coach Freeze and, and they know, you know, they maybe they try to help the message that's gonna come out today at ten o'clock. You know, I think uh whether he did this on his own, I'm sure somebody may have talked to where Cadillac came out and he put, hey, let's go to work. Uh, Coach Free's excited for the future on the planes. Like, to me, that made me feel good that Cadillac said that. Now, is that Cadillac really doing that? Or is that somebody saying, hey, this will be really nice if you did it? Do they try to con- help control the message that's going to come out today where people that were maybe on the fence will we'll get on Hugh's side. Just help me through that, Kevin. Or do they let Hugh Freeze just get up there and say whatever he wants today? Well, first of all, you know, it's no surprise that Carnell would do that. He's sure. a team player. He's He's been the most unifying individual in Auburn football in, in gosh, in years, right? Yeah. You know, well, they, well, there's been so many, you know, so many – people there that have been divisive he's been he's been a uniting force and you know and I don't know what he really thinks about you freeze but you know he's gonna be and not to say that he would he would you know violate any principles that he had and support someone that he really did not approve of professionally or or personally but you know so that's no surprise but you know they can try to and will try to, and have tried to already in their statements, uh, you know, justify why they hired him when, well, let's be honest, no one else hired him. No one else hired him when he went 10 and one, no one else, you know, has hired him since he's uh, been at Liberty. So there are going to be questions, but the, the thing that's harder than ever now is it, it's almost impossible for you to control the narrative, for you as a school, as a coach, to control the information that's getting out there about you because everybody's a reporter now. Everybody has the Internet. Everybody has Google. Everybody can find out information in different ways. And so, you know, you're trying to put the most positive spin on this that you can while there are others that are, you know, either just honestly trying to find the truth and don't like some of what they found, or they, they go in with a negative mindset to start. Yeah, that. Well, I, I think uh, I think John did a good job in, in, in knowing. Uh, the one thing he did know is that he knew the the two biggest candidates he knew personally because he he went against them in a in a, a, a different way in a competitive way. Uh, with a lot of things they always said behind the scenes that never get out in the, in the open. So he he knew basically that would that's pretty fortunate, even including Dion. So um, if he felt like that was, you know, you hire somebody who you feel like is going to win for you, and you hire somebody that you feel like that you can work with, and those are those are two big factors, and the biggest one is number one and. Got to work with the person that you is number two, and those those two fa- bunch of other factors, but those are the two big ones. I think he felt like that was it, and by doing that, he knew what was going to come out. Uh, and, and I'm not, you know, Kevin knows I'll 
like some, don't like some, but there'll be some questions today that'll be ridiculous. Uh, and, and maybe they should be, and Kevin can, you know, how, how many other people did you contact about this job? Uh, did, were, were, there any, were there any social media people who questioned you? You know, stuff like that, that, uh, that will come out, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know what else, but there'll be some, so... Uh, that's, that's about there it. will be well. There, there will be, and there should be, some uncomfortable questions. That uh, that is, and I know people don't like it. Fans don't want to hear it, but that's the job of a journalist. The, the job of a journalist is not to be a cheerleader. It's not to uh, you know look for uh, sunshine to pump all the time. But it's to be honest, and and sometimes that requires asking very difficult questions that that again fans don't want to hear because for the most part fans are going to they're going to get on board if not immediately over time, yeah. And they may have objections, and there are look, and I know you know I know uh, from pretty good. Uh, experience, there are plenty of people that let John Cohen know, that let the new Auburn president know that under no circumstances did they want to see you freeze as the Auburn football coach. You know, now, did they consider all that? Or did they not? You know, they'll say they did. I'm sure they'll say they they listened to everyone. They considered every viewpoint, and, and they felt in their opinion that he was the best person for the job. Now, how honest will they be on the subject of, look, they thought, and they, they will, I don't know how they'll say it, they thought they had Lane Kiffin wrapped up. They could say whatever they like publicly. But I, I'm telling you from some very good sources of mine, they thought they had Lane Kiffin. They thought it was done. Yeah, they thought it was agreed to. And, and obviously it wasn't done. And obviously, uh, it went the other way, but that—that's what—that—that's—that's that's where they were pointed, and then they had to go in a different direction. Uh, so they went in—they went in a different direction because of uh, the, the, you know, the, the situation and the fit. Without me having to get into what happened, um, in the end, uh, once uh, it was hashed through that through Jimmy Sexton and through. John and through whoever, uh, John told uh, or suggested to the, the president and even talked told some of the boosters what he was going to do, not what they thought, but what he was going to do. And uh, it was pretty much his decision, and mm. and uh, with it, certainly with the blessings of the president. But, you know, I know a lot of stuff I won't get into, but it wasn't as far as somebody picking them uh, nobody picked him except John and and well I can tell you I can tell you there were some boosters that were on board with that and there were some boosters who weren't yeah. sure and that's in every case yeah. uh, and that's, that's usually the case that's usually the case yeah I mean if you'd have hired Lane Kiffin you probably it wouldn't have been as viral but you'd have had some that were for it and some that weren't even Dion all the way down the <laughs> but Kevin I guess if if you were advising Hugh Freeze, today I think he is very important that he do a good job at the press conference. Um, 
Would you address it in your opening statement? I think Nick Saban does that sometimes. He goes ahead and addresses what he knows he's going to be asked and say, and address the old Miss situation and saying, hey, I made some terrible mistakes there. Uh, my wife and I have worked through these things, this, that, and the other. So then you kind of, you've already addressed it. So, and what we're moving forward now, we're, we're here at Auburn now, we're going to look forward. And so when they ask you a question about it, you can say, hey, I've already, ad- I've already addressed it. Do you just get out in front of it? And address it in the opening statement, and then just let it let that be what you say about it. Well, that that's PR one hundred and one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, when, there, yeah. when there's a when there's an elephant in the room, and this is a pretty big elephant, uh, you know, the fact that he he left. Let's be honest, he left Ole Miss in disgrace. Yeah, and and <laughs> you, know, you, you can you can try to sugarcoat that. You can try to put a nice uh, cherry on top of that, but that's the bottom line. And so it would be in his best interest, and I would be surprised if he didn't come out and say something to that effect, that he's a different person than he was uh, when he made mistakes. Uh, that's always a, that's always a great catch-all word, uh, you know, that he, when he made mistakes in Oxford and, and, and however else he'll say it. I, I would, you know, he seems pretty savvy when it comes to that. So I would be surprised if he doesn't address that. Now, that doesn't mean that will close down the questions about it. Sure. And how, and another decision that he and Auburn have to make, and that's something they should certainly discuss and and come to a, an agreement on beforehand is I don't think you want to be defiant. You don't want to do what Brian Harson did in Atlanta at media days and come out there and basically, (laughs) basically, uh, you know, you, you guys remember you got well. You have to be uh, a little bit more experienced. Remember the old uh, television commercials with Robert Conrad and the battery, and you know, on his shoulders, and go ahead, knock it off. I mean, he was so defiant. You yeah. know, there was an inquiry, and it was uh, you know, it was unjustified, and it was purple, and, and it didn't work. And and basically, he didn't say much more after that. And when he was asked about it, he he basically said, "I've said what I'm going to say. I'm not talking about it anymore." Yeah, now, I don't think that's the right approach in this case. I don't think defiance on the part of you freeze is going to is going to fly very far with uh, with a lot of folks. Man, I don't think he'll do that. Uh, I think he'll be humble and uh, talk about the opportunity there. You know, uh, Kevin. You know, when Bruce Pearl and I'm not comparing their situation, but when he got that job there, I think he was. Sometimes you don't really appreciate what you got until you lose it. So he lost that Tennessee job. He got that Auburn job, man. I think he was energized and, uh, you know, he said he was so uh, happy to get another opportunity. Not that Hugh Freeze hasn't been coaching. He has it at Liberty, but this is on the big stage and another opportunity. I think sometimes on a second chance like that, man, you get this guy's best. Uh, he's going to grind it up. He's going to stay clean. He's going to work extremely hard because he is so much appreciative of getting this opportunity that he probably thought he would never get four years ago. Sometimes you can get a guy that really, really, really uh, will do a great job there for you. Well, that's, that's what Auburn's banking on, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're, that's what they're counting on is that, you know, the mistakes that he has made to use that word again, uh, he will not repeat that he will be a good representative of Auburn, that he will attack this job with with energy and enthusiasm and positivity 
and and be the best coach he can be. And you know, guys, obviously there there are reasons to there are reasons to object to him being the head coach there off the field. I I'll be honest with you guys. I don't see the fascination with him on the field. Look at his record. Compare it to Gus Malzahn's record when he was at Auburn. And I know Auburn's a, it's an easier place to win at Auburn than, than Ole Miss. It's been demonstrated. A lot of some very mediocre coaches have won at Auburn and won big or had big seasons if they haven't been consistent. Look, look, go look closely at, old, at Hugh Freeze's record and tell me why he's better than Gus Malzahn. If you went from 20, you, you essentially fired Gus Malzahn in 2020, and two years later, you fired Gus Malzahn Light as a football coach. That thoughts on that? Yeah, I think to some degree that's correct. Not to some degree, it is correct. I think, uh, you know, Gus is, didn't have a great rapport with everybody. I don't think, I don't really know about that one too much, but uh, I, I think that. I think that I think it Hugh Freeze needs to prove himself. I I do think this, uh, and I don't want to say it because I like John a lot. He's been on our show a bunch, but I do think the two wins against Nick Saban came a long way as far as getting him in the, in the door to start with. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Yeah, and, and and every it's those are those are these giant bright shiny objects on Hugh Freeze's resume that tend to overshadow everything else. Uh, you know, in five, he was there, he was almost five years. He had a losing record in the SEC overall. He had a losing record in the SEC West overall. He didn't get to Atlanta. He didn't, he didn't play for a championship. He didn't win any championships. Uh, you know, I, I could go on and on. And, and, and by the, oh, and by the way, and Stuart Mandel from the Athletic, tweeted something to the effect yesterday that, you know, how crazy college football is. The biggest thorn in Nick Saban's side is now coaching Auburn. And I had to, I had to stop and laugh because in the five years that you freeze was at Ole Miss, Alabama won four SEC championships, two national championships, <laughs> got to the national semifinals and lost in the national championship game on the final play. Yeah, he was. A re- he really held Alabama back. <laughs> yeah, what are you, are you kidding me? Uh, well, what are we? You know, a lot of Alabama fans are having fun with this, uh, Kevin. Now, help me, Kevin here. Oh, of course, but yeah. help me, Kevin here. Didn't Nick Saban try to hire Hugh Freeze here like a year or two he ago, did. and Greg he Sankey did. stopped it? So, stopped. so uh, Nick Saban was willing to hire him here. Now, I wonder what everybody would have said then. And the Sankey stopped it. Now I guess time has kind of healed, and he's proven himself up at Liberty to be whatever. But didn't he try to hire him here? All the people that are that are criticizing Auburn for for doing that. Oh well, you know he's. I mean that that's been the island of misfit toys, hasn't it? <laughs> for coaches, coaches go, who in need of rehab for various reasons, whether it's uh, you know personal failings or, or issues that have cost them jobs or, or just plain losing. <laughs> and, you know, they go through the Nick Saban car wash and they come out the other side and they get better jobs. Now the, the counter to that, of course, is that it's one thing to be an analyst 
on a staff of hundreds that Alabama is paying $35,000 a year versus the face of your program as the head coach who, by the way, you got him at bargain basement prices compared to today's market, um, which is, you know, that tells you something as well that, you know, they, they they aren't paying you freeze what they, what they were suggesting they would pay to Lane Kiffin. And it's not close. Well, they're not, but they didn't have to. Uh, so why go? The, first of all, I think if they did, that would cause more of a firestorm. He would take it for that. Now it gives him room to bump him if he does well, but also more importantly, gives him room, Kevin, to hire a great staff. Uh, you know, he's not making the nine million, so you got what three million there on the table uh, to maybe go out and get uh, a big time staff. And I think Auburn will help him do that. I think they're about to pay some assistant coaches some crazy money down there. Well, yeah. I mean, look, he, look, look, yeah. He would have crawled from Lynchburg, Virginia, to Auburn, Alabama. Exactly. He'd taken a pay take cut. He would have taken a pay cut <laughs> to go. Yeah, and that's well, and that's another thing, guys. I mean, I know people say, "Oh, he's done his penance." Penance? He was one of the if he he was one of the highest paid coaches in the group of five. <laughs> may have been the highest paid coach in the group of five. If that's penance for past sins, sign me up. Yeah. And he did well, and so he, he did well and earned this opportunity, I guess. So we'll see. I think after you just got to – Kevin, isn't it right? I mean, everybody's going to be going crazy here for the next week, and then it just calms down, and then – so you just got to – you got to get through the first week of it, and then you got to hope that the guy does a great job. But all this craziness with Twitter and all, it's going to eventually calm down here, what, three or four days? Well, it, you know, it, to some degree it will. But on the other hand, I think he will be under pretty serious scrutiny yeah. going forward. I, I think he had better be a changed man. He had better be uh, someone who has learned from the errors of his ways because people will be watching sure. more closely than they're already going to watch the Auburn coach or the Alabama coach or, or anyone at that level. Sure. You know, you're, you're under, you're under int- more intense scrutiny now than ever before. Uh, so, so you better you, you better be who they think you are and who you say you are, because uh, if you're not, it, it will be it will come out. Uh, flipping to the Iron Bowl real quick before we let you go, Coach Saban uh, after the game, he kind of went after the fan base a little bit, talk about the negativity and everything that that's kind of surrounding this program was built on ninety five thousand in the spring game and people being positive. Uh, who was he address? Who was he sending? Was he sending out to all the fans, to the media, to anybody that's saying negative things about his program? Who was he talking to there, Kevin? Uh, probably all of the above. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's it, again. It just speaks to the standard that they've set and that they've lived up to consistently for a decade and a half. That ten and two with you know two losses by one play is considered a really down year. And again, we've been through all this. Yeah, there's reasons to say that because you know, they were in jeopardy of losing uh, several other games, more games than we've seen in a single season in a long time. And it was a continuation of you know the struggles last year, uh, even though they did get to the SEC championship game, which they won, and they did get to the national championship game, which they led in the fourth quarter before Georgia took control. So, you know, that's, I, you know, when you set a standard that high, on the one hand, you can understand why he'd be frustrated 
at people who are frustrated with this season. But it's also, you know, can you blame people when, you know, when they expect to be in the playoff, they expect to be in the SEC championship game because, and what, what, what was it? Six out of the last seven years in the, in the national championship game. That's, uh, that's absurd. (laughs) That is absurd. That's absurd. No, six out of seven years in the national championship game. And they went three and three in those national championship games, which again is, incre- I mean, that's nobody else is doing that. No one else has done that uh, in the history of the game, what they've done. And so, yeah, so it, you know, they, they've been, they've been up so long that anything that's not on that level looks like, uh, looks like they're on the way down. Well, at, at the end of, uh, at the last two years of, of Hughes contract, uh, will Nick Saban be the coach of Alabama? I'd say, look, you know, it's certainly possible that he won't be. It's certainly possible. That that was one of the reasons why I thought this was an unusually important hire for Auburn. They're all important because you can't fall behind too far because it gets harder and harder to catch up. Although in, on, I say that knowing that with the transfer portal, if you know what you're doing, uh, and, you know, you can, change, you can turn things around pretty quick. But, yeah, there's a good chance that, if he lasts out this contract, then he could be facing the next Alabama coach. And if he lasts out this contract, that means he'll be having he'll be having consistent success, and he'll be going to Atlanta, and he'll be getting into the playoff, and he'll be competing for SEC and national championships. So that would put Auburn in a position of strength, just as. And I'm I'm certainly not comparing him to Pat Dye, but. But no one, I mean, very few people thought Pat Dye, when he was hired at Auburn, would be the Pat Dye who did what he, who accomplished what he accomplished yeah. while he was there. But he, get, but he came in at the right time as, as Coach Bryant was, was, uh, on the way out as his, as his tenure was coming to an end. And sadly, sadly his life as well. Uh, but it was the perfect spot for the right coach at Auburn to, to pull Auburn out of, out of, you know, uh, a completely, um, unbalanced relationship with his biggest rival to be able to look look Alabama in the eye. That's a this this is a great opportunity, I think, but not quite the same because I don't think Saban's as close to the end as Bryant was when Dye took over. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, uh, regardless of what anybody thinks. I know uh, I, I think Napier's a good a hard recruiter, works hard at Florida to recruit it. I think I think. Georgia knows how to recruit, no doubt about it. Florida, you know, South Carolina's has some success. Alabama goes in the state of Georgia. Um, I just think for Auburn, uh, it is a very, very difficult turnaround uh, to go into the, the state that's closest to you with the most people, the t- two that are Florida Florida and Georgia, the two of the most people and the most prospects. It is a booger bear job to, to beat the schools I've just mentioned because they – they are coming at it pretty hard, you know. With the success that Tennessee has, they they flip in there, and get two or three, and South Carolina gets two or three. It's it is it is going to be a real real tough. You know, he better he better use the attitude that I'm going to hire a half coach, half half recruiter like coach coach does, uh, in order to get it going. Yeah. Because, he, he getting it yeah, going, yeah. getting it going is 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 two things. It is recruiting the seniors that are good enough to play for you. 
and also going to the transfer portal. It is not transfer portal by itself. Oh, no. You, you can't sustain that. It, it's, it's really three things. It's recruiting, re-recruiting your entire roster of the guys you want to stay. It's sure. recruiting high school, high school players to build a foundation that way and then supplementing through the transfer portal. It's not so, relying on the transfer portal first and foremost. And, and nothing happens in a vacuum, Wimp. You're absolutely right. What's happening at Georgia and Alabama and Tennessee and Florida and Ole Miss and Mississippi State, et cetera, affects – and in Clemson, let's, let's not forget, you know, that's another thing that Auburn has had to deal with is Clemson – you've had Clemson at the height of its powers recruiting in Georgia. You've had Georgia at the height of its powers. You've had Alabama at the height of its powers, and you're right in, in – you know, you're in between all of them, and you have to go into those states where you're not the university of – and pull out great players. And they've yeah, yeah, Auburn's yeah, consistently yeah. done that in Georgia, but it's harder than ever for Auburn to do that in Georgia right now, just to name one example. Well, you're in the league with LSU, and they, they're not taking a nap up there. <laughs> they're going uh, to no, Texas. and hey. Yeah, they're not, they don't naps up at LSU. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to look at, again, you have to look at who, who are you competing against. You know, I already told you, and, and again, this is something that makes me question that you freeze can get it done. Forget the other stuff. Just on a as a football coach, look at who he was competing against in the SEC West. Was he competing against Brian Kelly? No, he was competing against Les Miles on the downside of his tenure at LSU. You know who was he competing against at different places? That take that into account. I, I would venture to say the Auburn job now and in, in recent years since Kirby got. At Georgia up and running, which took what two years? His second year, they played for the national championship. Uh, the, the Auburn job is as hard as it's ever been. Yeah, very hard. Yeah, it is. But do you think Auburn's got more NIL money in Florida? Oh yeah, not Florida. No, yeah, yes. maybe. Yes, but, uh, that, yes. More. Gonna, well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I don't believe on. any of the numbers that any school tells me they have in NIL. Yeah. I think they're all. I they're all playing word games. I think they're all trying to make themselves look as good as possible. And I don't know, I, you know, if you actually audited these schools or these, or I'm so, I shouldn't say the schools because it's not supposed to be the schools, these collectives, uh, these groups affiliated with the schools, if you actually audited them, how many of them would actually have the amount they say in hand available to use? I, I, I say this, I talked to Houston Nutt last night. He's going to be on and, uh, <laughs> and there's, he, you know, he was at Arkansas and went to Ole Miss. Um, oh, right. I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Houston Nutt is the reason that we know some of what we know about you, Freeze, at Ole Miss. Really? Yeah. I, 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 uh, through that lawyer when they were suing him. Yeah, yeah. through Tom Mars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because remember, Ole Miss was trying to pin – a lot of their NCAA issues under you freeze on the previous coach who was used to nut. Yeah, they got the cell phone oh, records oh, and, and he, then they started yeah, investigating. The that's cell how phone. they got the cell phone records. Yeah. That's how they found about about the call that you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that yeah. I, yeah, I can tell what Houston said. What is there? There is. Let me use the word potential. There is more potential money at Auburn for NIL than there is at Ole Miss. That's all. Awesome. I think there's more money. I, believe there. that. I, I think believe there's that. more money at Auburn than there is at Florida, and I'm not so sure Georgia. 
uh, to be quite honest. Georgia's their administration's behind the eight ball all the time over there, except for Kirby. So they probably do have the money for football, but the other sports. Well, let's hey, let's also hey, let's also remind people it's not all about nil money. Look at College Station, Texas. True. All right, we're way past the time. All right, Kevin, one last question, and then tell us how to, about Coach Safely. When the dad thinks this committee is great, who will be number five tonight uh, when the committee puts the rankings what, what'd out? What did you say about the committee? I said you think they're great. <laughs> uh, who will be number five uh, tonight? Woo, probably Ohio State. Yeah, I think so. I'm not saying it should be. I'm not saying it should be. I think that's who it will be. Yeah. All right, tell, tell everybody where they can catch you, Kevin. Yeah, hey, today is Giving Tuesday. And I would encourage people, if you believe in sport, youth sports, if you believe in you know, the importance of the people coaching your kids and how important it is that they be trained to keep those kids safe. They know about injury recognition and prevention. Go to CoachSafely.org. You'll see a pop-up when you get on there. You can click the link. Anything that you can give today, you, $25 covers the cost of one course. And you may say that's not a big deal, but on average, every youth coach coaches 20, uh, covers 15 kids. So you're helping to protect 15 young people with a $25 donation. And remember, the coaches in the state of Alabama don't pay one penny for our course, but they get a great education to help keep those kids safe. So go to coachsafely.org. Like I said, we would appreciate each and every donation uh, because, again, it's going to a great cause to train those coaches to keep those kids safe, and that's at coachsafely.org. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, guys. Have a all right, uh, we run a little long there with Kevin, so we may just go straight to commercials and wrap up the show. We're <laughs> so fine. Alabama One, go to alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. You're looking for the car loan, the mortgage, the great credit card. You need uh, some money for the holiday season, and the people at Alabama One will take great care of you. Start the process. Go to www.alabamaone.org. We also want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want to eat us a Tide 100.9 to see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a tree down on Old Marion Road. Cruiser on site, but you need to take an alternate route. We also have a wreck on South Rosser Road at the intersection of 69 South. If you see other conditions, give me a call. It's the end of the month sale at Towns and Nissan. They are giving you tremendous savings so they can hit their factory quota. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Storms moving in. Those storms could be severe. Be sure you have a reliable way of getting warnings if they're needed. The low tonight around 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a tree down on Old Marion Road. Cruiser on site, but you need to take an alternate route. We also have a wreck on South Rosser Road at the intersection of 69 South. If you see other conditions, give me a call. It's the end of the month sale at Towns and Nissan. They are giving you tremendous savings so they can hit their factory quota. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Town Square Media, along with Spiller Furniture and Townsend Nissan, want to see your holiday spirit and lights. Neighborhoods are shining bright this Christmas, thanks to the countless hours it took you to wrap your tree eating on the Tide 100.9 app.
Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Mall State Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. I made the switch uh, well over a year ago, and it's been uh, the best thing I've ever done. Andrew's taking great care of me. He can do the same for you. Give him a call today. He can run the number, send you a free quote, 205-722-9201, whether it be home, life, auto. Uh, you got a, a recreational vehicle you need to get insured. Let Andrew Send you a quote. Once again, 205-722-9201. There's been a lot of pressure now on Dabo uh, after losing uh, to South Carolina that uh, he needs to change some of his coaching staff. And I don't think he liked it. He said, uh, hey, uh, if people are going to try to tell me – Tell me what to do with my staff, and then they go find them another coach. Uh, and I well, guess he don't need to, he don't need to apply for the Alabama job. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was fighting for his guys. Oh, I know I, that, but my point is that you know that uh, you, you're going to tell me if somebody's going to say anything in the championship game against North Carolina. Well, they just losing to South Carolina. They look at that like it's just. The worst thing ever. Like they just. Uh, only, qu- only question I've got is the first question I've got of JC is uh, how mu- how much does he despise the offensive coordinator of South Carolina now? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, all my buddies over there saying, "Oh, see that I told you he was leaving. He ha- he wasn't the one calling the plays in the last two games. That's what they're saying now, my like, guys. He didn't know Matt Rule was going. He was he was. They don't want to give him credit." Rule. Oh, Matt Rule, my family. No, I'm saying he's, he's, he's going with Matt Rule. He's leaving. Who is? South Carolina's offense coordinator. Oh, he is? Yeah, he was with Matt Rule. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's leaving. So they get their wish. They didn't like him, but now they now they like him, they but he's gone. They get their wish. They get their wish. They get these offense coordinators because they know so much about it. So he's gone. He's going to uh, Nebraska. I don't know if I'd gone to Nebraska, but – he just got, probably got tired of all the negativity around there, and, and so he's out. So Shane, you Beamer. want to know something confusing? Uh, uh, Matt's Matt's deal was when he when it, he he was old and will be paid, will be paid sixty two million. Yeah, he has gotten a job for seventy four million. Yeah, it's crazy what these guys are making now. I mean, we're acting like Hugh Freeze doesn't have a great contract at six point five. Uh, that's one hundred thirty-four million, and if they call him in three years, they match. He didn't get it done. He's got. He's getting another. I mean, he don't know what to do with his money. He can bathe in it. He can bathe in it. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll get Houston nut in Royal Cleaners. They want to make life easy for you. They'll come pick up the laundry right from you, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. All you got to do is dial 205-391-0034. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road, right out there by the Publix on Rice Mine Road. Drop it off. You usually have it back there the next day by 5 o'clock. If you want to pick it up, 205 205- 
391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. On the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. Confidence is increasing at the National Weather Service in Birmingham and the probability of severe weather, including tornadoes, tonight into tomorrow morning. They've expanded the enhanced risk area for damaging winds to 70 miles per hour, ping pong ball size hail, and tornadoes west of a line from Winfield to Utah to Demopolis. East of that line, the remainder of West Alabama is under a slight risk for damaging winds to 60 miles per hour, quarter size hail, and possible tornadoes. I'm Don Hartley. Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a tree down on Old Marion Road. Crews are on site, but you need to take an alternate route. We also have a wreck on South Rosser Road at the intersection of 69 South. If you see other conditions, give me a call. It's the end of the month sale at Towns and Nissan. They are giving you tremendous savings so they can hit their factory quota. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Girl Scouts do more than sell cookies. They're exposed to so many opportunities in science. Science or outdoors, animal medicine, robotic. Four coaches took the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy and breezy today. The chance of a few showers this afternoon, the high 70. Windy tonight with thunderstorms moving in. Those storms could be severe. Be sure you have a reliable way of getting warnings if they're needed. The low tonight around 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We get right to the Alabama One Hotline. How fortunate are we today to have uh, Coach Houston Nutt, the former head coach at uh, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Boise, Murray State. Uh, we love having him on with us from time to time because Houston is a straight shooter. Good morning, Coach. How you doing? How y'all doing, guys? We're good. How are you, buddy? All good, all good. Yep. Go ahead, Dad. Um I know you you went from Arkansas to Ole Miss, and we'll talk about this Hugh Freeze thing. You went from Arkansas to Ole Miss. Uh, I don't know. We, I don't really want you to compare jobs. That's not fair. But uh, in today in today's circle, if if that would have been the case, there would probably have been as much NIL money at Arkansas as it was at Ole Miss. I I, I don't know that. Um, just talk about that 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 change in, yeah. in, in jobs there. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, Coach, the Arkansas, as far as you just talked about NIL money, I'd say there'd be much more at Arkansas. Yeah. Because of Walmart, because of Walmart, Tyson, Stevens, uh, and you can go on. Yeah. Uh, now, Ole Miss, there's some good 
solid, but not the number, the number of people I've leaned to Arkansas. But I guess the thing that just uh, blows my mind is when you look at, uh, I guess we got to give just a a medal to Jimmy Sexton. I've never seen anything in my life like you look at Lane Kiffin, and um, I got a lot of respect for, you know, what he does, X and O wise and this and that. But he lost the last four out of five games, and I've been in that state. If you don't win your last game, that rival game, you sure ain't getting a raise. But somehow, somehow, Lane Kiffin can get a raise losing the last four out of – and it looks like sometimes his teams didn't even they, – they didn't – they wasn't there. Yeah. And he wasn't there. Yeah. And so it just – it just – I just – it's a different world. You get extensions and, and raises when – you don't win the last four out of five. Jimmy Sexton is just amazing. And then, of course, now he, he has Hugh Freeze, too. Yeah, and, that's another uh, deal, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's something. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Sexton is something. Uh, he had uh, the right phone was for uh, Lane. The left phone was for uh, Hugh Freeze. And he just put one down and pick up the <laughs> other one. Uh, I don't want to make it uncomfortable for you, Houston, but obviously Hugh Freeze with Ole Miss. I think maybe he tried to pin some of the NCAA stuff on you. Phone records started getting looked at, and then all of a sudden it all blew up on him. Just what can you tell us about that whole situation? And then I forgot your, all about your that. thoughts about him now being the head coach at Auburn. Well, what was bad uh, there was, you know, for about – Two to three years, you know, I kept seeing, you know, my name go across the screen, you know. Yeah. Major violation. Major violation. Oh, so God. I called, I called Indianapolis one day. I, I just want to, I want to see how many major violations do I have. NCA, I, I called them point blank. And it's, you don't have any. I said, I don't. No. Okay. Thank you. So, I, you know, I, it just kept going. So I tried to make calls to the office there at Ole Miss and, uh, to you freeze, I couldn't ever get any response. And then there was an article. I never will forget the last day coming from CVS, coming back to Lord to my mom. And I never had her do this before. My mom says, "Son, your headlines." Wally Hall says that you have the majority of major violations at Ole Miss. I said, "Mom, absolutely not true." And it just boy, it hurt. Yeah, hurt me big there time. It did. Darn it's, right, it did. One, one thing on ESPN, yeah, it's one thing to come across the screen that makes you mad, and then, but boy, when your mother says to you, you know, and my dad had already passed, and uh, boy, that hit me, guys. And so, uh, I ran into a, a guy that well, actually was my mom's uh, preacher, a Rex Horn, Doctor Rex Horn. He says, "Hey, look." Your mother told me about a little bit about this. So why don't you call this guy? I know him pretty good. And this guy was Tom Mars. Yeah. And I said, I, I'll try. I'll try. Try to see what he says, you know. So anyway, uh, wasn't thinking much about it. But then I called him one day. Hit, I saw my name on the screen again in another article. And I said, uh, Tom, would you look at this for me and just see what you think, your professional opinion um, he says, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll look at this 48 hours. I'll let you know whether I'll, I'll take it or not. He called back 24 hours. He says, hey, look, you've been uh, discredited in numerous ways. i got 104 times where your name's been here, there, articles, stuff, and, and I also did some research on you, 
through the NCA, no violation. So um, I'd like to have this. I'd like to get an uh, immediate an apology uh, from Ole Miss, and we're going to take it right to the top. I said, let's go. <laughs> and so right. it was right in the middle of media day, and that's where – you know, the old Miss people were really mad at me. Why would you do wait the media day? Well, I wasn't thinking about time frame. I wasn't sure. worried about that. I was sure. trying to get my name off, guys. And so that that's what was this one. But long story short, they finally came around and gave me an apology. But that's after, you know, <laughs> Tom found, as you said, Barry, he, he found some uh, uh, a lot of different uh, phone numbers there. Uh, and... Uh, you know, that wasn't my intent. I, I didn't care nothing about what he was doing personally. I just wanted my name off. But sure. Tom is so – Tom Morris is a thorough guy. But what was unbelievable when all the, the Shea Pattersons and all those players that, that hated me during the media, they turn around and hire Tom Morris. <laughs> yeah. And, and so they can transfer and go get play immediately. And so it, it's just been a – it, it was a whirlwind and a big full circle, but – you know, it just uh, it makes you mad in a lot of ways. You know how things all went down, but uh, hey, it's a new world now, guys. It's a new world. Well, it's, coach, uh, you just said something there that you know people can say whatever they want about you. This, but when Mama calls and Mama's disapp- oh, yeah. when Mama's disappointed, it's going to another uh, level. And so then no when you question. when you get Mars on the phone. It's out of your hands at that point. It, lawyers are going to do what lawyers do. I mean, we just stand back and they go do what they do. And actually, he made a name for himself uh, because he was pretty thorough in that situation uh, there. And so it is what it is. But when Mama's disappointed, we got we got to act, don't we, Coach? Yeah, they, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And you hit it. And that's what, you know, hey, one thing's ESPN screen and, you know, going across the ticker or – uh, articles and, and you're just shaking your head, but when you come home and mom has a paper and says, "Is this you?" and I tell you what, boy, that hits you because you know you never, you know that you're not, uh, you know you didn't choreograph any of those things, and it just really just boy just infuriated you. So uh, I, I'm very appreciative of Tom Mars, and what's amazing is, as you said it very, this guy. Is, I, I can't tell you how many coaches now have called me. Hey, can you give me Tom Mars' number? Can you get me his cell? I said, yeah, I got it right here, buddy. Yeah. Does he give you a percentage now, Houston, all the clients that you send him? He should. I'll tell you what. I teased him, him right there on that very thing. I said, Dad, dumb. I didn't get a dime from all this. Here you are making millions of dollars all across the country. Come on, Tom. Send, a, send some bologna and milk. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's fast forward now. Hugh Freeze had all those problems. He went to Liberty. Uh, the mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin thing, uh, Dad and I talked about it, you know, and you know this. As, as your kids start getting older, moving is difficult because they've got all their friends, their schools, and so it, sometimes those things can stop a, a, a move when people think they're going to move. So it, it ended up blowing up with Lane Kiffin, and they turn and they hire Hugh Freeze. Are you surprised that Auburn uh, went that route with Coach Freeze? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised that they went that route. But now that you look at it and they, as they're doing their search, uh, they're looking at it this way. He's been in the SEC. He's won. He had some good players when he got at Ole Miss. Then he went and got some more. 
bought a few of them, and then beat Alabama. And he beat Alabama twice. And so he's won a championship at Arkansas State. He did he did a good at Liberty, except his last probably three or four games. You know, gets beat by New Mexico State and Liberty, uh, UConn and Virginia Tech. So when you're looking at, at that at that resume and you look what's out there, you know, they're thinking, well, here's a guy that's qualified that's beat Saban, beat Nick Saban, the man. And so, to me, that excites them. And so, I can see where they go down that way. And and I guess he everything's good now. He he's changed. He's he's rebuilt uh, Liberty. And so, I guess you know, and looking at it from that point of, I can see where they'd say, "Let's go get you freaks." But for me, sitting on this other side, I'm thinking, hmm, I, you know, I just I thought I, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, I, you know, Barry and I talked about. It. I think the difficulty lies, although Auburn will have more money. We've already talked about this a little bit. You know, the Floridas, the Tennessees, the uh, Georgias, the Alabamas are going into the state of, of Georgia and Florida by the truckloads. Those are the two best states close to Auburn, and they're they're hard to beat. Uh, this may be a little yeah. bit longer process than people think. Now, I know you got to go to the transfer portal, but it's a combination of both. And sometimes you get that transfer, the transfer doesn't turn out like you thought. Some they do, some they don't. But uh, it's going to be a more difficult deal than you think. Isn't that right? Or am I wrong on that? Well, the thing about Auburn coaches, you know, there is tradition. You know, they've won there before. And they do have – they have money. And – uh now with the transfer portal, this is the thing you brought up that's so different now. Now with the transfer portal, you can get you can get better in a hurry if if your evaluation's right. If your evaluation's right, you get the point guard, you get the quarterback, and everywhere he's been now, he's he's had the quarterback, and and so it can happen. It can happen fairly quick because they have money. Now it's legal to go purchase them. You can go out here and get them. And uh, Auburn, Auburn's been a good – every time we played Auburn, you know you got your hands full. They're, they're, you, you've always looked down the other end and say, real athletes, they got, good, they got a good team. Well, you always say that. So then you're lucky enough to get, you're lucky enough to get a Cam Newton or you get a, you know, a, a big-time winner and you get a supporting cast, you get four or five on each side that are true difference makers, and all of a sudden you look up, you're fighting for the West. So it can happen, you know, but again, it, it, it's not easy, but it's the right recruiters, and now that you have money, the right recruiters, do the right evaluation, hit the transfer portal, and I'm not saying major in it, but the ones that are going to do it right are going to get the transfer portal of guys that can come in and start. Guys that can, they're looking at, they're scouring that, 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 they're going over that list right now. And it seems like every day, well, what I hear from coaches, hey, there's four or five names added to the portal every day. And so every day, somebody or a group of coaches are on this board. Hey, there's a corner. There's a corner up there in Michigan. I know they won, but he's unhappy. Oh, oh, there's a, there's a, hey, there's a wide receiver at, at, at Virginia. I mean, let's look at Hendon Hooker. He played at Virginia Tech. Well, guess what? We didn't know about him in Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. but we knew about him when he got to Tennessee. And so it's just, boy, I tell you what, it's, it's a little bit of a crapshoot, but it's a, it's, 
it, you've got to be great evaluators and great recruiters, and then when you got money behind you, Coach, to answer your question, it can happen fast. Okay. Yeah, I think it can, too. Uh, and, you know, they have some money to give there. They'll, they'll probably do a pretty good job there in the pool. Right, Houston, tonight the committee is going to put out their, their – uh, top whatever. Uh, two questions. The Bear uh, on ESPN, which he's never right. When he picks games, pick against him, you'll win every time. He says TCU is in regardless. I don't believe that, uh, number one. So is TCU in regardless of what happens? Obviously, they win, they're in. If they lose, are they still in? And who will be number five tonight? Will it be Ohio State or Alabama? Yeah. All right. TCU is a great, great story. 12-0. and I really thought that two road games swing going to Texas, and I can't think of the other team they had to go on the road to play, but I thought, well, they're going to lose one of those games, and they don't. I mean, Sonny Dykes has done a marvelous job. Now, watch this game this week now, guys. This is the team that can beat them, and it's Kansas State. Kansas State really had them beat the first time. Deuce Vaughn and this Will Howard – and this this group of Kansas State Wildcats can play. So watch this game. But getting back to your question, if they lose, if they lose, this is going to be the biggest, I think, one of the biggest discussions in that meeting because there's going to be a lot of people that want them in there. Yeah. Uh, but just simply because of what he's done, going 12-0 and is a big-time deal, and TCU hadn't been there, give somebody else a, a, a chance. And this is why if you had 12, it'd be a no-brainer. You know, if you had a tournament like a basketball tournament if you had more, more teams they'd be in there but there'll also be somebody saying uh let's, let's, let's just let's just put it this way if alabama and tcu played who's favored mm, probably alabama yeah you know you're gonna have that discussion of hey the best team who's the best team and then you're gonna have people say this is the eye test and i probably would too i'd favor alabama I'd say Alabama would beat them. So I'm, you know, I'm partial. I think Alabama needs to be the next team after the beat down Ohio State. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't see Michigan State, uh, Michigan, uh, uh, beating Ohio State the way they did, especially the way they just beat the brakes off of them the second half. So I, I, I'm, I'm saying Alabama's the next one, and they're sitting there. You know, people don't like to hear it across the country, but they're, here they are working their way back. You know, right, real close, but. If you did a, a survey, and, and of all those teams that maybe Georgia, who who would Alabama be favored against? It'd be all of them, all of them except maybe Georgia. But do you think Alabama will be five tonight? I think they're going to be six. You think they're going to be five? They'll probably be six, but it wouldn't surprise me now, Barry. It wouldn't surprise me if they're five. But I think tonight they'll be they'll be they'll be probably six tonight. Uh, six tonight, so that gives them. Then they're going to need USC and TCU to lose to get it get in there, and then that's not even a guarantee if they you think they may keep TCU in there. Right. Is that right? I, I, that's what I think. I think they'll be at six, and then they're sitting there waiting on, on two games, very very important. That USC game and TCU, and you know, again, you know, we can have discussions about TCU all day, all night because they. They deserve a, a pat on the back and a, probably a, a place at the table because, uh, man, they've, they've done a job now. Just on the guts alone, Coach, in that Baylor game, to run that play clock, I mean, to run that clock over and run the field goal unit out on the field and kick the game-winning yep. field goal, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, 
He said they practice it all the time. With all on the line, maybe it's better to do it that way. The kicker, he certainly didn't have time to think about it. How amazed were you at that uh, at that ending there? Well, on Thursday, on Thursday, the good coaches, the great coaches, always work on that. It's called a mayday, hurry, hurry situation. That means that you got you you sprint. You're changing uh, teams. Offense going off, field goal team going on, and let's go. And we count you know, the good ones. Count it down: ten, nine, eight, seven. Bam! You got to kick it. Now, I did think he he used a little bit too much time for me. When you look at, it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a little bit tight. Now, uh, when you look at the exact time that was left, and I can't remember, but I'm setting the studio. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're way that's too tight. And uh, boy, it was perfection the way they did it. They just got it off, and it was right down the middle. But uh, no, no, that was practice, and that's coaching. And uh, there'd be a lot of teams that couldn't even get the field goal team on the field. Yeah. And to me, that's difference in good and great, right there. No doubt that. Well, I just want to thank him for being on. I appreciate it. Houston's always great. This is a great timing, oh, but yeah. you're always great to be on anyway. And I appreciate it. Well, uh, appreciate brother's you. okay. Mom's everybody okay. Everybody doing good. Everybody doing good. Mom's 90, doing great. And uh, Dickey's University of Missouri, they're undefeated. Yeah. They ain't played anybody yet. But they play Wichita <laughs> State tonight, Coach. They better, they better lay yeah. some shoe strings top tonight. All right. Dad always <laughs> says in um, in uh, February, they don't remember who you played back there in November and December. They looked at those Ws. So uh, tell them to keep piloting it up. And, uh, we need to get Mars to give you some money, man. You did make him a ton of money. I ain't know nobody even knew who he was till Houston Nut made him famous. So, <laughs> thank you, Coach. Thank you. Hi, right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, to say that uh, now for him, like Hugh Freeze tried to bury him. Now he is a guy that shouldn't be happy that this guy's getting another opportunity because he tried to pin everything on him that wasn't true there. So pretty good timing there on you having Hugh Freeze and things he had to say. I, that's that's pretty good stuff. I guarantee the rest of the state ain't getting that kind of stuff uh, this morning. All right, Dad, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. They're also great attorneys. Prince Glover and Hayes are outstanding attorneys. They could do just about anything that you need done, whether it be NCAA stuff or whatever. They're the very, very best. Three four five one two three four is their number. Easy number to remember. Just call them and go by and visit with them uh, after you've talked to them on the phone. It's 701 Rice Mine Road, and they'll tell you exactly what they feel like it needs to go. If you need to go further with it. They're not trying to get you money. They're trying to help you, and they won't. Uh, they certainly want to do everything they possibly can. They've been very, very successful. Uh, the other people I want to mention today is uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital. If you want 50% off on your first visit, and they're doing this. They're opening it up. It's a brand new place. Very, very nice. Uh, on uh, uh, at 150 at Narrows on uh, Highway 280. And the number is 635-0313. 635-0313. Foster knows what he's doing. Smart guy. And I'm taking Sam over there, so hopefully uh, you go check it out. Tell them you heard it on inside the locker room. All right, phone lines are open now, 205-342-9904 if you want to jump in on the show. You listen to Ty 100.9, SC Home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This 
is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. The Alabama men's basketball team beat the North Carolina Tar Heels 103-101 to in four overtimes to secure third place in the Phil Knight Invitational. Auburn University has hired Hugh Freeze to be its next football head coach. The Alabama women's soccer team is headed to the College Cup. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a tree down on Old Marion Road. Crews are on site, but you need to take an alternate route. We also have a wreck on South Rosser Road at the intersection of 69 South. If you see other conditions, give me a call. It's the end of the month sale at Towns and Nissan. They are giving you tremendous savings so they can hit their factory quota. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. It only happens once a year. JCPenney's cyber deals are back in store and at jcp.com. Through Wednesday, fill your car with deals like Yes Please Diamonds and Gems. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy and breezy today. The chance of a few showers this afternoon, the high 70. Windy tonight with thunderstorms moving in. Those storms could be severe. Be sure you have a reliable way of getting warnings if they're needed. The low tonight around 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone! That's Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Paul lines are open 205-342-9904. Wayne's Pest Control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from zone and one of the pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also can keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room and get $60 off your initial pest control service. Um, so, uh, all right, we got a couple phone calls. Oh, okay, they didn't want to talk. All right, uh, Dad, um, just your thoughts on what uh, Houston Nutt said there about uh, the situation there. And then his mom, mama called, and uh, he was a little upset that uh, his name was being drugged through the mud there and being accused of things that he wasn't doing. So, uh, once he well, turned, he handled, he handled it in the right way. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he uh, he handled it in the right way, and he's uh, he's upset about it. Continues to be upset about it, but he doesn't show it. 
and uh, he leaves it alone and goes on about his business. And so he's, uh, you know, he's Houston, his family, good people, and been knowing him for a long time. I appreciate him taking time to be on. I called him last night, had a long talk with him before we, before we got sealed, and uh, so we did, and uh, I thought it was very timely. Uh, if if you could have had your choice between Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze, uh, which would you rather have down at Auburn? Oh, uh, I'd have to, I, in order to take for me to take Lane Kiffin, I'd have to know him. I'd have to know him better. Uh, I've been around him in some skirts uh, uh, a little bit, skids just a little bit, seeing him, but um, I'd have to know him better. I, I can't answer. I have to know him better. Yeah. Know. Well, you know, and he's, I, I don't know. I think he, uh, uh, Hayden, he, I mean, uh, he's just a little bit immature. I don't know. The guy just lives on Twitter. Uh, you know, and I think it's probably the best thing for Hugh Freeze not to even be on that mess because people are going to be trying to poke him and that way well, they can't get that to was, him. I, I, I think that was probably one of the great Mr. John. Yeah, that, 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 I'm sure it was. Yeah, to not not let him have yeah. social media right. there, because people are going to try to bait you and get you to do things and say things, and that way you don't even. Have, that's like Coach Saban; he's probably got somebody that monitors it, and for something he needs to know, they tell him. But otherwise, he just puts his head down and he works. Um, all right, uh, Alabama. Uh, we'll wait and see, Coach Nut thinks Alabama should go in. Uh, Dad, do you think TCU, if they lose, will they still be in the Final Four? Can they win, win or lose? It's almost like you get pun- you get punished for having a championship game. If you didn't have a championship game, you'd be sitting there 12-0, and 0, you'd be in the playoffs, but now we've got to play one more. Uh, it, it, it's it's hard of, for me to see the committee put in somebody that just got their fantasy beat just recently that bad. Uh, that may sound stupid, but it, you know sometimes when he got beat first of the year, but to get beat that recent by by your opponent at your home on your home field uh where you hadn't lost against Michigan and since nineteen whatever uh and you get beat pretty soundly, it's hard for me to see that why you should go in now I'm not pushing for Alabama because Alabama hadn't played great either, but that's what it would come down to if, if something were like that to happen um you know I, I just, I just think it uh, right now. But that committee, I don't care for the committee. I think the committee will keep Ohio State number six. Number and, six uh, or number five? You mean five? Uh, pardon me, number five. I'm sorry, number five. And I think Alabama will be number six, and so they're going to be one shot out, I guess. Um, I don't know. No, of the of the three that we know are going to go, you know, two that we know, we know we know that Michigan, regardless of what they do with Purdue. Uh, Michigan and Georgia going in. Yeah, uh, those, those two are going in. Now TCU's deserves to go in, but as what's his name has said, uh, sometimes they they don't like they like a marquee team to go in, and Alabama's certainly a marquee team. So it, you know they may, they may have a chance to go in. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, uh, we'll take this break and then we'll come back and wrap up the show. You listen to Tide One Hundred Point Nine SC Home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider for Alabama athletics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. 
Alabama men's basketball finished the Phil Knight Invitational with a resounding four-overtime 103-101 victory over number one North Carolina on Sunday. Head coach Nate Oates joined his postgame on the radio. I mean, we just showed some heart late. We stuck in it. Like we got down six in one of the overtimes. We just obviously wasn't one of Brandon's better games, but Sears was big for us. Shaden Bradley came in, played really well for us. Charles Charles was great. I, mean, I don't know what his final number is, 16 rebounds. Like, And the block he had there at the end that they got right with the review was huge. So I couldn't be more proud of our guys. I mean, it wasn't one of our better offensive outputs, but we fought hard enough to get a win against number one. So that was huge. We're trying to go with the guys that kind of were in there and really into it. So we're going to need some other guys to play well for us, too. But excited for our guys. Really proud of how much heart they showed throughout all those overtimes. I'll have more in a moment. You know, you hear a lot of coaches talk about class. You're not born with it, nor can you buy it. In a lot of ways, class is how you carry yourself and how you treat others. At Dex Imaging, they treat everybody with class, from their employees to their customers to their business partners. So if you need a copier and printer company that understands class, then give Dex Imaging a call. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. Tomorrow, Alabama women's basketball faces Mercer in Macon, Georgia. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. Central with radio coverage on the network. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Dex Imaging. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a tree down on Old Marion Road. Crews are on site, but you need to take an alternate route. We also have a wreck on South Rosser Road at the intersection of 69 South. If you see other conditions, give me a call. It's the end of the month sale at Townsend Nissan. They are giving you tremendous savings so they can hit their factory quota. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Don't miss a play at the Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort. Your front row seat to all the action. Place bets on all professional and most college sports. 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. If you missed the... Uh, Houston Nut interview. Uh, you should go back to the podcast, and I'll get Aiden those guys to tweet it out. I mean, he, basically, Hugh Freeze got caught because Ole Miss was trying to accuse Houston Nut of major violations that weren't true. So that's when they uh, went after him, got the phone records, and not even looking for it. Uh, can you imagine when <laughs> Mars found all those? Phone numbers that were called, uh, the smoke that was going up, and Houston's nuts, right, Dad? He's made that guy millions, and nobody even knew who that guy was. Uh, so, uh, pretty interesting stuff there. Uh, so, if you missed that, I would highly recommend going to podcast. Houston was pretty open about that. Uh, Dad, what are your plans there? What you got planned today? Not anything. I don't really have anything planned. Nope. I'm just trying to get some things done around here. So, we'll be plans today. All right. Well, we want to thank Alabama One for making this. Uh, 8 o'clock hour possible. Great people over at Alabama One. They'll take absolutely great care of you. Go to www.alabamaone.org. You're looking for the car loan, the mortgage, uh, the credit card. Uh, you need some help here as Christmas comes around the corner. Then I highly recommend these people. Once again, 
www.alabamaone.org. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. I think Gary and those guys will cover, will carry uh, Hugh Freeze's press conference, which I think is supposed to go off at 10 o'clock, so I'll be listening into that. You listen to Ty 100.9. Is he home? Of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody. to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.